Welcome to Impact the World, the show for and about creatives, changemakers, and entrepreneurs. This is a conversation episode where a special guest shares with me what they are creating and the behind the scenes journey of their experience. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Impact the World. And today we are spotlighting Pamela Robbins. I first met Pamela several months ago out here in California and she works among other things now as a sound healer, but her background in hospitality and a very different life coupled with some major life changes led her on the path of really committing to working with spirit and working with healing. So her story is compelling. And I know for many of you watching, there may be pieces in her story that might resonate with you. Maybe hearing what Pamela has shared with us will give you the impetus to see if you can walk towards what you're doing in the world in a different way. And for those of you who do enjoy sound healing, we have a special treat at the end. I asked Pamela to give us a sound healing session with her bowls, the gong, so you will get to experience that for about the last 10 minutes of the show. If you are a fan of our Impact the World show, we are an independent show, so it really supports us. If you can leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or a review, or if you're watching this on YouTube, hit subscribe to the channel. We hope you enjoy this episode with Pamela Robbins. Welcome, Pamela, to Impact the World. It's a treat to have you here in the chair and for us to be in studio for the first time in a long time. I'm so excited to be here with you, Lee, and to have this time with you. It's really special. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming. And, you know, there are a couple of things that are synchronous about you being here today. When we first moved into this new studio a few months ago, I hired you to come and do a, a sound healing clearing for us in here, which was awesome. But that was on the back of you coming to our house. So Stephen and I bought our first house last November. And Wendy, who produces the show with me, among many other things, gifted us an incredible session with you. And you came to your house, came to the house with the gongs and the bowls, and you All set the up in our Yeah. You <laughs> set up in our living room and we just had a great experience. So I know today we're gonna to get to talk about all different facets of your journey and your work, but Given healing and sound healing is so integral to your life and what you do, I'm curious, when did healing first make itself known to you or present in your life? Mm, beautiful question. Um, I think I was about five or six years old, and I remember specifically standing in my, the front window of my house and looking out to the trees and being given information about energy, that it never dies, and that it just, it always continues, but in different forms. And that was my first realization that there were other dimensions and other, there, was, there were other ways to get information, and that it was open to me. My mother used to suffer from really intense migraines, and she would be in bed for three or four days at a time, sweating, um, in, in incredible pain, on medication, and nothing helped. It just had to work its way through her. And at some point, I went to her, and I started putting my hands 
in different positions around her head and not quite touching her, um, but feeling energy. Mm. And time didn't exist. I never looked at the clock. I don't know how long I sat doing this with her, but her headaches inevitably would go away. And that made me feel really good. And she would say, I had magic hands. And so that became our thing. And so it was very special to me. And I would also sit outside and sit in this, the hollow of this tree and listen to the animals and the breeze and the leaves. And I felt like I was part of nature that way and part of this intelligence. And so I've always felt very connected to other energy, the energy. Yeah. And so did you have anyone in your life who was teaching this, introducing this, or was it just this connection that you had that you were bringing into your family and the people that you knew? No one, no one around me that I'm aware of. You know, I also have uh, heavy periods of deja vu. And again, this was when I was very young. I would have a dream and then I started counting how many days until the thing happened that I dreamt about. And it was usually two or three. And so there was a pattern of that. And I never talked to anybody about it. I didn't feel like I needed any explanation. It was just this was the way that I lived. It was very sacred to me. Um, even being young, I just didn't need to share it. I didn't need anyone to tell me um, why that was happening. I felt very comfortable with it. Um, so, yeah. so did you then become a healer? by trade and by profession early on? Or did you, did you go a, a Oh, different? no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So what did you no. end up doing? It was a long and winding road. Right, maybe. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and also I, I, I noticed that people would come to me and mm. they, would, they would share their, their lives and their stories with me very, very openly. Um, and I was able to, now I understand it as holding space, um, being a presence for, for that. So that, that ha that's happened throughout my life. Um, but no, I was in the advertising industry um, early on in New York. And then I had several product lines, um, velvet pillows and um, apparel, um, a line called Horse Worship, um, where I've I'll talk about that a little yeah. later. Um, and then I was also in the hospitality industry, restaurants, nightclubs, and hotels, both here in the U.S. and also abroad in Mexico for 10 years. So at what point in your adult life did you kind of take the leap and become who I met you as, which is, here's Pamela. She's a sound healer and she meditates with animals and, you know, all the things that you do now. At what point did that transition happen? Um, 2014 was a really pivotal year in my life. I had come back from Mexico to the States. I was living in what I thought was my dream home. I uh, was married. And uh, that's when the universe got busy with mm. me. And um, because there were a lot of things that were out of alignment and that I knew were out of alignment, um, but I was holding a lot of fear and I was really, really stuck. And though there was a part of me that knew that, that I was not even close to living my life and my passion and my dreams, that, that I didn't know what to do or where to go. And so, 
It really began with uh, my mother passing away from a really long battle with cancer. And while she was on her deathbed and I was watching the life, like literally leaving her body, I started to understand how short life was and that there was work that I needed to do. I was also going through testing for my own cancer uh, diagnosis at that time, and I never shared that with her. Um, but two days after her funeral, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer and um, went back and had a surgery, to, which removed my thyroid and paralyzed my vocal cord. Um, and the vocal cord is the only nerve in the body that doesn't repair itself. I don't mm. know if you know that, but um, it was during my cancer recovery that my marriage uh, actually fell apart. Um, there were some choices that were made on his side that I thought, you know, that I deserved more in life than, than that, and that it was time for me to make some really hard decisions. And so I did. I walked away from my dream home and three businesses, a restaurant and two hotels. And I really felt like I needed to save my own life at that point and rediscover who I was. And the, those, big, those big events were really traumatic However, the journey of self-rediscovery over the next five years and that continues was quite the journey in and of itself. Um, I felt really blessed to have a chance to do that work, but it was really, really hard. And so I started working with a spiritual teacher and I would do sessions with her and we would do some Reiki. And at the end of one of our sessions, she used a singing bowl and she put it right near my head. And I'd never even seen a singing bowl. And one note, one second, one sound, it filled my head, stopped all of the noise. And um, I was able to have this sense of relief and release like I'd never experienced in my life before. And I felt like I got shot through a portal and my life was literally changed. So the next day, like anyone would do, I went out and I bought a set of singing bowls. <laughs> and they arrived at my house and I put them out on this table and I didn't even know what to do with them. I just knew that they needed to be with me. And so it was over the next few months I started taking up yoga and getting into meditation. And little by little, I developed a relationship with the singing bowls. I would start, I would start by playing one after I did some yoga. And on and on and then I saw my cats really loved it because they'd come in and join me and that was a really important piece of my healing it helped me to sit it helped me to be quiet it helped me to slow down and it really helped me to really start healing myself from a place that I didn't even know that I needed healing from and at some point, I just, friends started asking me to play for them. And so I, of course, said yes, and family. And then I, the, the singing bowls even took me to um, the Hollywood Bowl at the end of 20, 2018, um, where I played in front of the LA Philharmonic. 
um, for a special event that they had produced in front of over 11,000 people. Beautiful, and that's such a magical venue. Like, I, I love it, it's so amazing. Well, what was so cool about that was I was driving past it the week before I got the invite, and I thought, I haven't even been here yet. I need to, do, <laughs> I need to get to this, to this venue. Like, I, I wanted to go home and look at their calendar of events. Now, that's manifesting. That right? is manifesting, <laughs> never thinking that that, that was going to happen. And then the email came, and it was a request to play and I thought it was a you know it was like are you kidding me and I answered it because why not and sure enough it was it was all it was all real and and it happened yeah what I love about you sharing with us the part of your journey that you just have is you know as a child you were clearly very activated you were clearly connected and in touch I know so many healers and this was the same in my story where and I think all of us as, as adults, as we grow, we tend to close down that connection to whether it's spirit, imagination, play, uh, joy, curiosity, all of the things that are natural to us as kids. There's like this very difficult journey, this snaking journey that usually has to happen to get someone to stand in what they're here to do. And your story, you know, you shared with us 2014 was kind of the big tough awakening phase that that moved you from one way of living into the, the life you're in now. But I also know, because you've told me a little bit about what happened to you in 2018 here with the Woolsey fire, you've gone through multiple in the last, you know, five, six years, you've gone through multiple kind of initiations around, uh, will you stand here and be sovereign in what you're standing in despite what happens to you? So maybe if you don't mind sharing a little bit about the fire and, and what happened there. Yeah, so, well, so 2014 into, you know, a few years have passed now, and I am deeply rooted into yoga and meditation, and then I get a download, because I ask the universe, what am I supposed to do? Who, you know, now that I'm discovering myself and my true vibration, and I'm feeling more aligned with my soul, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And what came back was that I was supposed to get a teepee. And because I got downloads, I, I've had downloads most of my life, and I follow them without even questioning, I followed that without questioning. Just like I bought the singing bowls in that second, I ordered a teepee. Um, and so when the teepee arrived, I was like, now what am I supposed to do? And it was share, share this space. This is the healing space that you did not have. This is the safe and sacred space that you've never had. And so it's for you to continue your healing, but you can also share this space with others. And so I started inviting people to come and do sound healing uh, sessions with me. Then I would invite, invite other teachers, friends who taught meditation. And it became this growing community. And at the end of 2018, um, the Woolsey fires came through. So this teepee was out on a ranch at the very end of what you know, Chesbro State Park, a, a very, very large um, wildlife area. And the fires came through and um, damaged, did a lot of damage to the ranch, and, and the teepee was part of that. My house, which was across the street, was also um, taken out. So that, that night, you know, after all the rebuilding that I thought I had, had done, um, everything was gone. And I left with my car, my cats, 
and my sound healing equipment. And so I felt obviously very fortunate to um, have had those things. And I also saw it very clearly that that was my directive, was that I was to continue to go out and share these gifts. And as part of my healing, and also to, to really um, to, to, to be a, a being of um, resilience in, in the world. And I have to say that, you know, the things, I don't look at them as, the, as things that have happened to me. I think everything that's happened has happened for me because I wouldn't be doing anything, any of this, had every single one of those things not happened the way that it happened including the fire. And the fire was so um, pivotal for me because I feel like in a way, um, I had a role in calling that into my life. It was my biggest fear to lose everything. Mm. Um, and I lost everything. Mm. And when that happened, I was like, so what, now what? Because mm -hmm. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I should qualify, I guess, for anyone watching who isn't familiar with what I'm talking about. The Wolsey fire at the end of 2018 was one of the worst fires that LA County and our area has seen in, in, in quite a few decades, I believe. And um, it took out a lot of houses. And it's funny, the house we were renting at the time was okay, but several houses on our street went. And the other night we had a, you know, Welcome to California. We had a kind of evacuation potential mm -hmm. because of a fire that was burning not too far away. And I had a similar thing, you know, Stephen and I were going, okay, well, we should probably, you know, I immediately packed the cat's things and it's like, well, have I got what they need? And then, and then it was interesting because we had this moment where he was like, well, should we, should we take anything? And I, you know, I'd looked at everything and I'm like, oh, you know, it would be hard to lose it and then there would be some grief. But at the end of the day, as long as the cats are out and we're out, you know, it's, this is life. This is the, the kind of, as you say, these things come along and inform us and change us. And I love how the teepee that you now have not only came through the support of the community who, you know, helped fund the new teepee, all those people who came and had sessions, but I had a session with you on the day before my birthday um, in the teepee, which was amazing. And I love that you have the the phoenix from the flames as one of the uh, the paintings on the side of, of the of the teepee. Yeah, so I painted my story on the teepee as is customary. So I have my horse, Tuxedo, mm. who is He's the, amazing. the love of my life. Yeah. You met. Very special horse. Um, 13 years we have together, um, a, my greatest teacher uh, and healer. And I think we've had many lives together. So he's painted on the side. And then on the back, I have two coyotes. Um, because they often sing when I'm when I'm up there playing the instruments, and they often sing at really pivotal moments when someone's saying something or I'm playing a certain a certain instrument. So I'm always very aware and connected to what's going on uh, with them. And then they're singing to the phoenix, and we'll get to her in a minute. And then I have the deer, of course. That's um, they're very prevalent on the land, and the and the crows who are super. Um, active always and activated as part of um, what we do up there. And I have a crescent moon for new beginnings. And then the triangles on the bottom are represent, they're painted red and representative of the fires. And then of course the phoenix uh, rising, 
which I felt like represented the TP rising again, also my rising up again. And it's representative of the rising up of every single person that comes up to that space and is called to that space to do their own healing work. Because we all have our challenges, we all have our our difficulties, and you know, we rise up and we continue on. Uh, we're we're all resilient. You know, I'm no more or less resilient than the next person, but I share my story and the story of the teepee when people come to visit because I feel like it honors her, but it also allows people to. Uh, become a little bit vulnerable and to maybe share and voice is medicine and it's healing. And sometimes we take something that we're feeling or thinking and we bring it out. Uh, we become healed by just by the simple act of, of speaking or we connect with someone else in a circle and we feel less alone. Um, so it's really beautiful what happens up there. Mm. And you mentioned Tuxedo, and I know that you brought out a book called Meditating with Animals, I believe around 2016. Mm -hmm. And um, how did that come about? Because number one, that's such a great topic. So many people I know are interested in having a deeper relationship with their animals, whether it's communica communication or whatever it is. So how, how did that come about? Uh, when I was recovering after the thyroid cancer surgery, I had to have radioactive iodine and I was to be in my room or away from everybody for like three days because I was radioactive. And so I set out to do that exact thing, but my cats were just not having it. And I called the doctor and I asked if it was okay if I let them in the room and he said yes. So I brought them in and I just was in a trance, um, a deep, deep meditative state for a long period of time at one point during that, 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 that couple days. And I would, I would be asleep and then I would, I would become awake, but I wouldn't really be awake. I was just kind of staring off into the near distance and then back into a sleep state, dream state, and then kind of waking. And it was this in-between space. And in that in-between, I happened to look down and I saw my three cats and they were all on me in different places. And I saw energy being exchanged. And I was literally like, wow, they are working and they are healing me. And when I'm stronger and healed from this, I want to be able to return this energy to them so that they don't become depleted or sick mm. um, because this is their gift to me. And so a little while later, maybe two, three months, I had this, I had a channeling um, because I never intended on writing a book. I am not a linear thinker. And so anytime I ever even thought about writing a book, it didn't go anywhere. Um, the act of trying to write that way um, just doesn't go with the way that my, my brain functions. However, I found myself for three days and three nights just writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. And that's when meditating anim with animals was was born, and it was a method, and there they were 
things that the animals are already doing with us that they wanted us to then um, do with them to help deepen connection and to help us to more easily match their vibration, which is closer to our true vibration, um, being in the present moment. Yeah, and very yeah. sensory compared to yeah. our world where we're often asked to shut our senses down. Yeah. Yeah. And I found, so I take this pile of animal gibberish that I've now uh, typed out, and I found an editor, and she completely understood what, I, what it was and what I was trying to convey. And with her help, we developed the book. Beautiful, beautiful. And it has little meditations that are easy and super fun and um, just can allow us to, to find these moments of deeper connection and drop into that space with yeah. them. And I, I was looking at the reviews for the book just this morning and there's so much love for it. Mm. So we'll, we'll make sure we put a link to the book and everything like your website, obviously, uh, in the show notes. But um, just kind of jumping back for a second to the bowls, what do you notice happens for people when they have their first powerful experience? You know, because I, I know that I believe that we're seeing more and more sound healing entering our world, which is great. And I'm curious, what what are some of the things that you've noticed happen for people who perhaps haven't experienced the sound healing before and it's new to them? What are What's happening for them or what are they reporting? So I get a lot of new people. Um, I get a lot of people that, especially because of the space that I work in, so I'm out in nature and a lot of people are drawn to that. So. I get a lot of um, women who bring their husbands or boyfriends, and um, so yeah, lots of lots of new people. And I feel like what happens, or at least what I see, is that they're awakened to themselves or to aspects of themselves. And sound healing is powerful but gentle. And um, I find that that through that awakening, they they're, they they again, they open to, to receive themselves in a way that they are not used to receiving themselves because we're so busy. You know, we are on our phones and we are driving and doing. And when you stop, and my journeys are at least two hours. Um, so I take people through a guided meditation and I connect them with the earth and the sky and to receive, you know, the, the healing energies from both of those places to release and to, um, to open. And so by the time I get to the sound healing, there's, there's a safety and a comfort. And, and yeah, the sound really seems to allow them to, to be with themselves. So it can be emotional. Um, it can be, it may take them some time to understand what, what happened. Um, and so I ask them to just give themselves a few, you know, give it a few days, see what comes in for you, be compassionate, be gentle, be curious. Um, but for sure, I would say the most important thing is that, is that opening and that awakening to self. It's beautiful because, you know, music or sound is, is a universal language and it's a language of feeling. Mm. So even someone who perhaps is very anti, uh, spiritual beliefs or, or metaphysical ideas or the idea that there is an energy force in the world. You can't deny what happens when you listen to a certain song or piece of music and how it makes your body feel and respond. You know, look at 
you know, little kids who hear like a beat and they like start to dance. It's just, it's natural. Our body wants to move with it. So I always think it's, it's an amazing force because it bypasses language, it bypasses belief. Like anything that we feel, it's a, it's a true experience that we're having rather than a concept that we're trying to get to see if we can unlock a feeling. I think that's the beauty of the sound. It's just this sound wave that carries straight in and through your body. And I think what you said is true. It is powerful but gentle. So it's very palatable for people um, and almost uh, hard to grasp in a way. So I'm, I'm delighted that in a few moments you're going to give us a, a, a sound healing um, session to, to kind of close our conversation today, but also to give those listening or watching an experience they can have where they can just go off and experience themselves in that way. Yeah, and my, I'd like to also like add to that that the, way, the place from which I play is from my mission, if I have a mission, is that I would like to help people to feel safe in their bodies. And so, because that's been my, that's been my work. And so I play from a very gentle and nurturing and deep and quiet place. And I hope that is what people experience when they're with me. And I think I've probably experienced your work now four times and have brought a few friends and team members along for it too. And that's absolutely true. That's definitely the level you come at, which for me is great. You know, I'd run the other way <laughs> when I see the people who are like, we're gonna, that's not really for me. And I, I'm sure for a lot of our, our listeners and viewers, it's similar. Cause I do think the way of the sensitive or the empath or the person who is awake in our world right now in 2021, we still don't have a very long grounded history in this stuff. If you go back through the last few decades, most of us when we were younger, we weren't really taught about this. There wasn't space held for these concepts and these experiences. So I think it's really important that that feeling safe in our body is 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 allowed because it's what grounds who we are intuitively and as, as feeling beings. Yeah, thank yeah. you for expressing that so yeah, beautifully. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's up here in the ethers, right? We're just uh, like anything, we're just uh, translating yeah. things all the time. So I'm curious, before we go to your sound healing, um, what's, as a visionary and a creative and a healer, what's what's up for you in the next year or so? You know, do you have like a, a feeling or something that you're moving towards or something you're creating or wanting to manifest? I am right now in a place where I am fully, more fully aligned with my soul mm. and receiving uh, guidance from my soul about my next steps. And I've never felt this calm or peaceful or fully aligned. And so the universe told me to stay out of the way. <laughs> That's great. Um, in every aspect of my life. Um, and I feel like that's a really good message for me. I, I do, I want to continue to do my healing journeys. I know how immensely they have uh, touched people's lives and how appreciated that is and how grateful I feel to be able to have that space and continue to share what I love, that I get to do what I, what I do. 
there um, up in the mountains and with all the animals, the hawks and the crows and the owls and coyotes. Um, but I also um, have a line of uh, sage bundles and crystals and I'm finding incredible peace and fulfillment in, in the making of those. Um, and it's connecting me back to ancient energies. Um, it's taken on a life of its own. Again, when you create from source and you create from soul movement, uh, I think those things just happen. And I would like my work to be shared on a, on a larger scale. And I don't have any idea what that means or what it looks like yet. But it, if it's meant to happen, it will come to me. Um, so in the meantime, I'm just, I've created a life. I'm 53 years old and I've, I've lived many lives in this lifetime. And the place that I'm in right now, I feel so, I'm filled with gratitude and appreciation to have art, music, nature, animals, people, community. I don't know I don't know what else I could wish for. I'm so it's beautiful. So overwhelmed with joy to have had all of those things happen to lead me to this. Yeah. Yeah. And the piece that you share that I think is a universal story or message um or aspiration, maybe, if someone's listening and they don't feel like they're quite where you've arrived at, is that going through many lives, like having to <laughs> have many lives in one life and shed and lose things and transform and kind of rebirth as you go. But um, having having one of your beautiful sage bundles in our house, I was I was pleased when I visited you to see all of your boxes with like shipping labels on for all different places. Uh, that you were sending these things out because I think for me personally, especially as our, as our world has gone very digital, there is something uh, wonderful about um, touchstones, you know, physical things that are imbued with energy and intention. So I really love that that's another aspect of what you're doing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here with us and sharing some of your story. And uh, I know we're now going to get to have a little bit of sound medicine with you. I'm so excited. Yeah. So um, we will now have um, about 10 minutes or so um, from Pamela that we invite you to just relax. If you're able to close your eyes, unless you're driving. Um, but, you know, close your eyes, relax, and just take in this experience that Pamela will guide us through. I'm going to take you through a little sound healing experience. And so I would suggest or offer to close your eyes and take a nice deep inhale through your nose. And a big exhale out of your mouth. Inhale deeply through your nose. And exhale out of your mouth. One more time, inhale deeply. And exhale completely.
Just relaxing your feet, your legs, your pelvis, and releasing your back, relaxing your fingers and your hands, your arms, and dropping your shoulders down and releasing the weight of the world off of them. Breathing into your belly. And on the exhale, letting it soften. And breathing into your ribs, expanding. And on the exhale, letting them soften. Breathing into your beautiful beating heart. And on the exhale, giving it permission to soften. Relaxing your neck and your jaw, your cheeks and lips, your nose and your eyes. Letting your body just soften to receive as the sounds wash over you.
can start to bring your awareness to the sound of my voice. Maybe taking an inhale through your nose and an exhale out of your mouth. Wiggling your fingers and your toes. Taking a little stretch and saying hello to your body. I hope you enjoyed that. And may you go and be in peace. Namaste. So thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to Pamela Robbins for the beautiful sharing and then also the incredible sound ceremony that she just gave to us. I hope you enjoyed it. And to learn more about Pamela and find more of her work, you can go to her website, which is PamelaRobbins.com. Pamela, R-O-B-I-N-S dot com. And her book, Meditating with Animals, and all other links to Pamela's work, we will share in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time on Impact the World. Hi, I'm Lee. I'm an intuitive, a channeler, a musician, and you may know me from my monthly free energy updates that go out on YouTube and Facebook. You may know me from the Impact the World podcast, but I wanted to introduce you to my members community, The Portal. We've been a community now for eight years, and my mission and the mission of my team every single month is to bring you wellness content, metaphysical content, anything that's going to support your life as a sensitive, as a healer, as someone who is newly awakening, but also to ground it in reality. So every month we bring you various tools to help you survive, thrive, and expand your life. I know many of you are out there bringing your own special gift or light to the world. And the portal is a hub that we hold along with our community members to support you on your mission. Every month I do a live energy tune-up broadcast. It's 90 minutes long. It allows me to go deeper on some of the energies that month and how they are affecting our specific portal community. I also take Q&A. I answer questions from my intuitive standpoint and I also answer questions from my guides, the Z's, who I channel. These live tune-ups are always available within 24 hours. So if you can't make it live, you will always have the replay to go back and watch again or to use the timestamps to visit a specific question that you heard that you wanted to replay the answer for. Every month, we will bring you a brand new audio recording. I often keep our community at the top of my mind when I'm creating a new channeled MP3 or a new energy alchemy meditation. And these are always scored and supported by the music of sound healer Davor Bozik. I also do several private behind the scenes video diaries. Sometimes these are what we're creating and what's going on here at the studio, but other times it might just be me at home talking about things that I'm noticing, really designed to give you and I an intimate conversation that I wouldn't otherwise put out there into the wider world. Stephen Washington brings you a special body energy update every single month. So Stephen is my husband and he is also an amazing Qigong and wellness teacher. 
So I asked him several years ago to start creating some body medicine for us. So he takes the themes of that month's energy update and he expands upon them and gives you a sequence of Qigong movements that are very gentle and easy for beginners, but it's a way of alchemizing what we're going through and he does it beautifully. So many of our members love that component. Stephen also has many meditations inside the portal, which you can access anytime, and we are expanding our meditation library as these months go on. You receive a welcome bonus of the Intuitive Power live event. So if you've never seen a live event of ours, we had an incredible film crew document our London Intuitive Power event in 2019, and you'll get all five hours of that content as soon as you sign up. And finally, we curate special monthly Spotify playlists. Two different kinds, music to move you, so things that are a little more dancey, and music to soothe you, things that are designed to help your nervous system calm. We love introducing you to new music, and this is curated by our whole team. The Classics Library is another important cornerstone of the portal. It gives us an opportunity to bring you eight different MP3 recordings from my vast library, but we curate them as to the titles that might be perfect for you at this time. So if you want some extra audio, you can go into the Classics Library and pick a topic that suits you. Alongside several discounts to Portal members, our favorite thing is the energy of our community. So we have a private forum only available to members where you can share with each other, discuss, and learn from each other. So the portal really is a world unto itself and it will keep expanding as the years go on. But there are some of our members who love every single aspect of the portal and there are some who are there just for two or three things. So if you want to try it out for a month and see if it's for you, you can do that because membership is available to cancel anytime. And we look forward to welcoming you in the portal if you choose to experience what it is that we are curating and creating for you here. Mm -hmm.